If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. And boy, I have to tell you from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> it's so good to be here. We're going to do things a little differently. Now, obviously, we're going to talk about states breaking up. I've warned you this is coming. Pay attention to what's happening in Idaho. We'll talk about that. There's great news when it comes to Disney. Terrible news when it comes comes to Elon Musk and freedom of speech. There's a, We're going to talk more digital dollar emails, all kinds of stuff. But now we're actually going to do something a little differently than we normally do it. Every single Monday at this time, without fail, we do Medal of Honor Monday, where I take a Medal of Honor citation. They're all available for free online. We simply print it out and we read it. We honor the heroes. We honor their deeds. We hold these people up as what our children should aspire to be. It's important. It's important that we remember them, that we do this every single Monday. We, it's nothing special about it. You can do it too. I love your emails telling me, hey, Jesse, we do this as a family now. We do this in school. Uh, we do this in Sunday school. We do, I, I love that. that. Remember, don't be out there trying to give me credit for it either. Just print it and do it. You do it. You do it. Take it and do it. These guys deserve to be remembered. We're doing something a little bit different tonight and that I thought it would probably be appropriate to do a little bit of the history surrounding this one before I actually read it. So it's going to take me a few to get to this Medal of Honor citation. When I say a few, 
I have no idea what that means. Am I going to get to this in two minutes? I might. Is it going to be 10? It might be. I, I, I don't know. But let's walk through this. All right. Let's go all the way back. This is a World War II and actually World War II and the Pacific story. Now let's go pre, prior to the war, prior to Pearl Harbor. We had an interesting relationship with the Philippines. Interesting is a, yeah, that's probably the best way to put it. You see, the Philippines had been under Spanish rule for a long time. That's why you'll see Spanish architecture all over the Philippines to this day. It was a Spanish colony. Spain had it. And the Filipinos who were there, the native Filipinos, were really beginning to chafe under that Spanish rule. We ended up fighting a war, the Spanish-American War. We ended up fighting a war with Spain. It was mainly fought in Cuba, but we ended up fighting a Spanish-American War. And because Spain is, well, they were pretty weak at this time. They were definitely a, a crumbling empire, and we were on the rise. We frankly kicked the living crap out of them, and we won the Spanish-American War. That gave us rights to, quote, control Cuba, which we did until Castro rebelled. And it also gave us a couple other things. It gave us Guam. In case you're wondering why we have this weird relationship. Why do we have congressmen from Guam? It gave us Guam and it gave us the Philippines. All right. So just I'm giving you some backstory. Hang with me. I do promise everyone this is a political show, but I do get distracted. (laughs) Anyway, so we take over the Philippines now. The Filipinos thought they were going to get freedom when we beat the Spanish and threw the Spanish out. That's not exactly how that worked out. We stepped in and we thought, well, this is a really nice prize. I think we'll hang on to it. And then we ended up in a nasty little conflict against the native Filipinos there. And I'm talking, they would do things like, uh, they captured one of our guys one time. Here's a little side story, a little gruesome. They captured one of our guys. And they buried him so only his head was sticking out of the ground. And then they took a stick and they propped his mouth open with a stick. And then they led a trail of, I forget what, it might have been honey, a trail of something from his mouth into the jungle. So the red ants would follow it. And yeah, oh yeah, yeah, use your imagination. Not a pleasant way to go. So like I said, a nasty little conflict. Anyway, at the end of it, It wasn't as if we won, although we did win. We kind of worked it out. America worked it out to where, hey, this can work out well for both of us. We don't have to rule you and punish you like the Spanish did. We're obviously going to have some controlling interest here, but we can bring prosperity there, and this will work out well for everybody. Remember, all colonization. Kids, I'm talking to you because you're a crazy social studies teacher who is a communist who hates America, and they talk about colonization like it's evil. That's insane. Sometimes it can be evil and horrible. Sometimes it can be wonderful. It it just depends on different countries did it different ways. We worked it out with the Philippines to bring prosperity to them in a way that worked out well for everyone. Manila, Manila of the Philippines became really an international hub. It was a jewel. Major American companies would, would set up shop there. You would go, and we're talking the early 1900s, you would go and there was air conditioning in the Philippines and major shopping malls, and it was beautiful, and it was just a, it was a wonderful, wonderful place. We also had a working relationship with their military instead of not allowing them to have one or something like that, doing, doing more of the, the hardcore colonial stuff. 
Instead, we just decided to work with them and train theirs. And Douglas MacArthur came over there and he really headed up that whole thing. And he worked with their military. And, and we had our we had a big military presence there, but so did they. And it was one of these things that really worked out well. Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor. As you well know, any longtime listener of this show will, will, will understand Pearl Harbor is the one we focus on because we're Americans and they attacked us here. Pearl Harbor was simply part of about a 48 to 72 hour conquest the Japanese did all over the Pacific. It was just a portion of it. They decided to invade all these places right after to try to build a basically a fortress in the Pacific, gobble up all those goods and resources and make sure they were fortified so we could never take it back. Part of that was the loss of the Philippines for us. This is a famous story. You you know the story well. Douglas MacArthur, they get trapped in the Bataan Peninsula. That name sound familiar at all? They get trapped in the Bataan Peninsula. The Japanese simply overwhelmed our forces. We just didn't have hardened troops there. It was peacetime, and all of a sudden, these Japanese are really, really good, and they win in Bataan. That, after that was a Bataan death march. I'm not going into that right now, and they take over Manila. Now, the people of Manila, the wonderful Filipino people of Manila, had a real rough go of it. The Japanese, and you know I'm a huge fan of Japanese culture and Japanese people. I've been there before. I'm going to go back. I love it. Just a real unique people and wonderful. But there is no defense of how the Japanese conducted themselves in World War II. They were like medieval barbarians. They just simply raped and murdered their way through every single society they took over. That's how they did it. They had a real, people talk about racism and race. They had a real race superiority thing. What, Chris? Chris says, okay, that's a good point. Chris said, to be fair, that's how war was fought for them always. Look, I, I will always say this. The Japanese conducted themselves the way they did in World War II because they were simply still behind. They operated as if it was still the way war had always been done. And so that's what you did. When you sacked the city, you sacked the city the way the Romans would do it, the way the Mongols would do it. Well, this is the television age. You can't do that anymore. Anyway, anyway, it doesn't matter. Manila. The Japanese take over Manila. And it was a brutal, brutal occupation under the Japanese. The murder was the norm. They, they would, if you didn't bow low enough when Japanese soldiers walked by, they could pull you, just pull you to the side and chop your head off in the middle of the street and would. These are things that happen. And there's no, there are no legal consequences. You are under rule by the Japanese at this time. Uh, I won't even go into, you can use your imagination, what it was like for the women. Imagine if you were one, a woman, or imagine you're a father or a mother and you have a, you have a pretty 15-year-old daughter. Imagine, look, these were very tough times. These are very brutal times for the Filipino people. And the Filipino people were, were praying every single day for the return of America, for the return of Douglas MacArthur, for the return of the Americans, so we could come back in and get rid of these horrible Japanese people and take over again and make life better for them again. This was something that was a constant prayer for them. And Manila was simply, it, it, was, it was the jewel. It was the crown jewel of, of all of this. It was a beautiful city and the Japanese had taken it over. Now, we end up, this took years, remember, fight, we think about World War II and, and Europe and the Pacific as, as kind of an instant thing. But it took years. We had to get our way all the way through the islands. And finally, we land. We get to the Philippines. And we start making our way quickly 
towards Manila. Now, that's kind of the initial setup for this Medal of Honor citation. I, I, I went a little bit longer there, but I don't care. I enjoyed it. I'm going to finish this setup, and then we're going to get to the Medal of Honor citation in just a second. Before we get to that, I have to tell you about Christmas time. It's hard to find things to buy people. If you're a dude, especially, it's hard to tell people what you want. I really struggle with this. I still haven't texted my mother back and told her what I want because I don't know. Mantis X. Buy your loved one a Mantis X system. It attaches to your weapon. You dry fire practice in the comfort of your home. You cannot imagine how good you get dry fire practicing with this thing. Any expert in firearms will tell you dry fire practice is a critical part of learning to shoot. We used to spend hour after hour after hour in the Marines shooting at nothing. No, no, no rounds at all at a wall. Learning this, learning that, learning the form, learning how you, how you pull, how you push, how you... Mantis X will get you good without firing a shot, without spending a dollar on ammunition. It is the Christmas gift your relative doesn't know they want. Go to MantisX.com and get them one today, all right? MantisX.com. Now, let's finish up this little history story, and we'll do Medal of Honor Monday, and then we'll get back to politics, huh? Hang on. Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and we're going to get into this great news about Disney stuff and some really, really icky news about ugh, the, the pedophile stuff. But I'm going to continue on. Remember, I was supposed to get to Medal of Honor Monday last segment, but I went a little long with the history segment, which I'm going to wrap up here, and then we'll get to Medal of Honor Monday. So we're in the Pacific War, World War II, in case you're just joining us, and I kind of gave the backstory of Manila. Manila fell to the Japanese then we're racing through the Philippines trying to get to Manila. Now, we're racing to Manila for a couple of different reasons. One, it was an ego thing for MacArthur. He had lost Manila. He had lost the Philippines. He gave the I have returned or, or I'll be back kind of a quote. I think that's what he said. I'll be back. Wait a minute. What did he say? I shall return. I shall return is what he said. And then he had to kind of fulfill that promise. So that was part of it. Another part of it was we had many, many Americans at the Santo Tomas University in Manila as prisoners, basically prisoners of war. And the Japanese were starving them to death and, and made their lives hor- miserable. They were horrible about it. So we were trying to get there to save them before the Japanese killed them. We just assumed the Japanese were going to kill everyone because that's what the Japanese were doing. So we get to Manila and... We get through the northern part of the city okay, but the Japanese had left behind troops. They had actually left behind troops in the city with orders to kind of abandon the city and go get a defensive line outside of the city. But the Japanese had this really weird system where their commanders underneath the higher commanders oftentimes disobeyed orders. And this guy refused to leave the city. He decided he and all of his men were going to die in the city and they were going to take as many people with him as humanly possible. And so they set up the city as fortifications and they were burning the city down and uh, uh, torturing and murdering the civilians that were there. Virtually any man 14 and up was taken away and murdered. They were, uh, they were burning them alive in the prisons. They burned a thousand men alive in one day, just filling up a prison cell with gasoline and lighting a match. I mean, really, really terrible stuff. And we are 
now fighting building to building, house to house, trying to take back Manila. And that brings us to this Medal of Honor Monday with one Mr. Cleto L. Rodriguez. Right. Honoring those who went above and beyond, it's Medal of Honor Monday. He was an automatic rifleman when his unit attacked the strongly defended Paco Railroad Station during the battle for Manila, Philippine Islands. While making a frontal assault across an open field, his platoon was halted 100 yards from the station by intense enemy fire. On his own initiative, he left the platoon, accompanied by a comrade, and continued forward to a house 60 yards from the objective. Although under constant enemy observation, the two men remained in this position for an hour, firing at targets of opportunity, killing more than 35 hostile soldiers and wounding many more. Moving closer to the station and discovering a group of Japanese replacements attempting to reach the pillboxes, they opened heavy fire, killing more than 40, and stopped all subsequent uh, attempts to man the emplacements. Enemy fire became more intense as they advanced to within 20 yards of the station. Then, covered by his companion, Private Rodriguez boldly moved up to the building and threw, a, uh, threw five grenades through a doorway, killing seven Japanese, destroying a 20-millimeter gun, and uh, wrecking a heavy machine gun. With their ammunition running low, the two men started to return to the American lines, alternately providing covering fire for each other's withdrawal. During this movement, Private Rodriguez's companion was killed. In two and a half hours of fierce fighting, the intrepid team killed more than 82 Japanese, completely disorganized their defense, and paved the way for the subsequent overwhelming defeat of the enemy at this strong point. Two days later, Private Rodriguez again enabled his comrades to advance when he single-handedly killed six Japanese and destroyed a well-placed 20-millimeter gun. By his outstanding skill with the weapon, gallant determination to destroy the enemy, and heroic courage in the face of tremendous odds, Private Rodriguez on two occasions materially aided the advance of our troops in Manila. And that is it for that. By the way, uh, his companion, they kept making reference to his companion. His companion's name was Private John Reese. Uh, Private John Reese is a hero, just like Cleto Rodriguez is. When they were, they, 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 as he said in there, they advanced so far they ran out of ammo, and so they had to keep covering each other. Hey, I'll, I'll keep my guns on them while you run back. And then once you get back, I'll keep my gun on them when you run back. Private John Reese ended up taking a bullet in the forehead and dying instantly. And I think I think he deserves more than just his companion when it comes to that because he's a hero who was just as brave as Rodriguez and he gave his life for his country. And I think, I think that young man deserves taps. No.
Rest in peace, warrior. All right, all right. Let's get back to some politics stuff when we get to some emails. Remember, you can email me, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. We have good news and bad news, right? We have pedophile news and Disney news. The Disney news, as I alluded to earlier, is you're putting your money where your morals are and having success. We are having success. You, When you cancel Disney+, Plus, it matters. When you buy from a local person who shares your values instead of a, a major corporation who hates you, it works. When we all do this together, it works. When you switch your cell phone company from T-Mobile or Verizon or AT&T, it works. AT&T freaking owns CNN. You know if you have an AT&T phone, when you send money every single month, you're paying CNN to stay on the air. You know that? You can switch to Pure Talk. It's easy. Less than 10 minutes on the phone, about 10 minutes on the phone. With someone who speaks English, you switch to a company that will, well, it cut my bill in half for a family of four. Same great coverage, same great 5G network. It's one of the big guys. You save money and put your money where your morals are. They love the country. From your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly. That'll save you an additional 50% off your first month. Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. Switch to Pure Talk now. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. 
Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and here's a reminder, if you missed any part of the show, you can catch the whole thing on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes on iTunes. This is important. Leave a five-star rating in a review talking about how handsome I am. Why? You know freedom is not free. That's why. Let's get to some emails first. Jesse, the right was able to pull together and punish Disney and BlackRock. Disney's stock went down 62%. Movies are down. Attendance at the parks was down. BlackRock went down 50%. We can do it if we try. It feels like, look, Disney has a new movie out called Strange World. Big supply, big surprise. It's all, it's all gay. The whole thing. It's all LGBTQ gay. The characters are gay. Everything's gay. It's going to lose a hundred million dollars because nobody went, nobody went and watched it. See, you think, and I think I, I, I get into this too. By the way, you think, ah, well, what difference does it make? We're my family. We're not going to go spend thirty bucks to the movies. That's not going to matter. Oh, okay. So I cancel my Disney Plus subscription. We did, by the way, at the Kelly House. So we canceled it a while ago. But I cancel my Disney Plus subscription. That's not going to matter. It's not going to matter because it feels small. And you alone doing it would be small. But you're not alone. As I have explained time and time and time and time again, there are tens of millions of Americans, not thousands, not hundreds of thousands, not even millions, Tens of millions of people who believe what you believe and they want the kind of country you want. And they, they have so much power. You have so much power if you would just embrace it and become an activist in all things and put your money where your morals are. That Disney trip that your, your kids, I want to go see Mickey and Minnie. And you had to tell them, no, son, I'm sorry. We're not going to Disney World anymore. And we're not... We're not watching all the Marvel movies on Disney Plus. I'm canceling it. And you had to get the long face for 10 minutes from your kids. Dad, but please. No, son, I'm not. Maybe you even did when I didn't. When your kids gave you the long face, I explained to mine why. This is why. This is what they push. 
This is what we don't support. We won't financially support them. It's worth it. That 10-minute conversation you had to have with your kids is worth it. It's worth it, man. We have huge wins because we're putting our money where our morals are. We have to be better about this. The communists, to their credit, they do. When the communist says, I'm not going to Chick-fil-A because it's a Baptist company, they don't go to Chick-fil-A. The right, however, what not only do we still do these things, we actually brag about doing these things. Ha ha ha, these culture wars are so stupid. I'm still going to Disney. Woohoo, roller coasters. We brag about funding our enemies. But we're obviously very clearly by these headlines, we are getting better. We are getting better. And I'm so proud of you. And I have, personally, I have a long way to go. I still, uh, oftentimes it's unknowingly because I'm trying to be better about everything now. I still have a long way to go when it comes to these things. But I'm trying and I'm doing it and I'm spreading the word. I was uh, back in Ohio, uh, as, as I know, I told you, I was back in Ohio doing Thanksgiving with my in-laws for the past. That's where I was Thursday, Friday, and Saturday and whatnot. I was back in Ohio and at one point in time they had lost the, they had lost the luggage and and we needed some supplies, and one of the wife's cousins said, "Well, hey, well, well, it's no, it's no problem. Why don't we just we'll go to Target? Target's five minutes away." This is not a political person, but I said, "No, I don't shop at Target." And I said, "What? what? Why?" And I said, "Target is one of the most despicable, wretched communist companies in the United States of America. I don't shop at Target. I had to drive an extra ten minutes past a Target to get somewhere where I did shop." I'm not saying that to brag because Lord knows I still, I'm sure, spend enough money in places where I shouldn't. You know what I haven't looked at in forever? Gosh, oh no, I didn't even think about this. I haven't looked at investments. Now, I'm, I, I don't have a ton, but I, se- I don't know stock market, stocks and bonds and stuff like that. So I have a guy, a couple guys I trust and I just send them whatever I choose to invest. I haven't even looked. Oh, geez, I just thought of that. Oh, crap. Well, I'm sure there's some crap in there. I don't look. Gosh, I'm probably a big stakeholder in Disney. You watch, Chris. Oh, gosh, please no. Anyway, but so I'm, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm, the, I'm, I'm worse than you are, but I'm getting better and I'm trying. You can get better and try. And when we do, it matters. Yes, Disney's new CEO, he's actually worse than the guy that got fired. But he's going to get fired, too, if you continue to lose this kind of money. You keep not going, they're going to keep firing people, period. You have the power of your money. Embrace it. This is good news. This is a good thing. Put a smile on your face. Jesse, I turned on the NBC Thanksgiving parade for my three-year-old to watch while I prepared the meal. Within five minutes, there was a guy dressed in drag as the featured singer on one of the shows. I used to watch that parade every year with my grandfather. Now it's obscene filth. I hate what they've done to this country, and I hate that there won't be enough outrage to stop it from happening again and again and again. I used to call myself a libertarian on social issues. Now I'd be content to see a bunch of stormtroopers stop the parade, arrest the drag queens for corruption of minors, and publicly flog the event organizers. (laughs) They did that to me. Brother, they did it to me too. They did it to me too. Uh, Change the channel. I told you before about how the wife started decorating for Christmas and how we turned on the Hallmark. Well, she turned on the Hallmark channel because she loves to watch Christmas movies while she decorated the house for Christmas. 
And every single show, without exception, every single Hallmark movie, without exception, featured either a gay person or a gay couple or a trans or it was it was all LGBT propaganda. So we got mad about it. We obviously turned the channel. We got mad about it. We want to watch these shows with our kids. And we found the Great American Family channel. I believe that's what it's. I think it's the network. Great American Family Network. Whatever it is, it's Great American Family. Uh, the wife finally tuned into it yesterday. We canceled all the Hallmark stuff. We don't have any of that anymore. Yesterday, she subscribed to GAF. I'm pretty sure it's Great American Family. Chris, make sure that's right. Is that Great American Family Channel? Okay, GAFC, the Great American Family Channel. We subscribed to that yesterday and cozied up and watched a couple Christmas movies with the kids. There's your channel. There's your channel. Finally, a channel you can leave on while you go make dinner for the kids. A channel you can leave on while you go use the restroom. Can't do that anymore. I don't do it. I, I, I never do it now. As I, all the filth that's out there. There's your channel. And again, if we put our money where our morals are, you cancel Disney Plus, you go sign up for Great American Family Channel, you're supporting the people who support you, you're punishing the people who hate you. This is how we do activism. This is a legal way for us to do political activism and start taking back that culture. Those uh, You've seen these Christian movies. I, I can't think of the name of any of them. Uh, you've seen these Christian movies that come up all over the place, you know, focus on family and God and things like that. And they would come out initially and they had basically no budget. And then they started blowing up at the box office. Just everyone's going to see them. Now the budgets are getting better. The actors and actresses and, and directors and the writers are getting better. And so we're building our own industries out there with our money. Put your money where your morals are, right? Where you shop. Where do you get your bedding? Hey, look, I bought bedding from Target when I first got married. Shoot, we bought our, all of our bedroom furniture at Target. I'm not, again, I'm not pointing any fingers at you. Got all of our bedding at Target. It was cheap prices when we first got married. I didn't know about my pillow. I, I didn't know about my pillow back then. I, I didn't know. But bedding, what do you need for bedding? Everyone knows about the pillows, mattress toppers, shoot pajamas, slippers. They got dog beds that are incredible. I get people emailing me how, how great the dog beds are, and they are. I have one for my dog, Fred. They're wonderful. Sheets. You need new sheets? You want new sheets? They have Giza Dream sheets at my pillow, most comfortable sheets on the planet, and you can feel good about where you spend your money. How about that? Instead of Walmart, who just sponsored a drag show with children, Walmart just sponsored a drag show with children. Go to my pillow and spend your money with a person who shares your values, Mike Lindell. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio listener special square, use the promo code Jesse. Mypillow.com, promo code Jesse. Lowest price ever on Giza Dream Sheets. Go get yourself two sets of them and actually feel good about where you spend your money. MyPillow.com promo code JESSE. Or you could call 800-845-0544. Now, speaking of children, I've been avoiding this. Uh, I'm going to have to talk about something a little bit dark culturally. It'll be family appropriate as everything I do on this show is, but it is a little darker. Hang on. The Jesse Kelly Show. It's still real to me, damn it! Returns next. With broken hearts, I'm free. 
It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday. It was a medal. It's a Medal of Honor Monday, and we did some history. In case you missed that, you got to go download the podcast. Remember, you can email me your love, your hate, your death threats, your Ask Dr. Jesse questions for Thursday this week. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. We'll get to the ugly stuff in a second. Dear Pink Flower, the Oracle of the Opulent, <laughs> the subject of this one is Thanksgiving in Nantucket. What's it like to enjoy Thanksgiving with the high-tone, upper-crust Nantucket Islanders? Is it all the lo- is it all lobster and faux gras? I hope you enjoy yourself with all the hoity-toity fancy pants authors and old rock stars on the Gray Lady. <laughs> I will be having traditional turkey and stuffing after work, of course. Listen, thank you. Listen, Mike. I wasn't in Nantucket, okay? I've been to Nantucket one time because as a world-famous author, whose book isn't coming out till June, as a world-famous author, that's where I went for my artistic expression. I'm just kidding. It was just the guy I'm working with on the book has a place in Nantucket, so we went up there to put the finishing touches on it. But I didn't go to Nantucket, Mike. I was in Ohio, okay? I was in Ohio. Not fancy Nantucket, Ohio. What, Chris? I don't want to talk about what we had to eat. Chris, why do you have to bring that up? Okay, we had turkey and stuffing. Basically, all the food I ranted and raved against for the week leading up to Thanksgiving, we had all of it. And I mean every bit of it, Chris. Oh, mashed, oh yes, mashed potatoes, the, uh, the sweet potato casserole with the marshmallows on top of it, turkey, stuffing. It was everything you could... Everything I ranted on last week, all of it was served... And because so many of my extended family, this is on the wife's side, because so many of them listen to the show, they all got a big old snicker out of serving me all this stuff. Everyone thought it was funny. I don't know why everyone's not nice to me, but it wasn't very nice. All right. <laughs> wasn't in Nantucket. <sighs> Do we want to get to the, the pedophile stuff? It's so gross. You know what? Before we get to that, let's get to something real quick here. I saw, speaking of the, the really horrible pedophile stuff, that California is turning 7,000 pedophiles loose from prison. And I'm talking, these guys, if, if you, you can read into it yourself. I know there are kids listening. I'm not going to go into it. It's, it's really, really gross. Please understand that turning criminals loose is part of what the communists have always done. It's the reason they're doing it in every place from California to New York City. You have to. You have to. It's not an option. I'm sorry. You have to get something that will allow you to protect yourself. Please get the loved one that doesn't like guns, even if they do like guns, get them something that will allow them to protect themselves. You know I carry a Glock 19 everywhere and a hero gun and or a hero arrow. I carry it everywhere. I want a non-lethal option. It's a non-lethal gun. It shoots pepper balls 100 miles per hour. The Hero Arrow shoots the gel, the pepper gel, plus it has the siren on it. That daughter of yours you sent off to college in California, the son, please get them a Hero Gun or a Hero Arrow. And if you're thinking Hero Arrow because they're a little smaller and more aerodynamic, it's a different shape to it. It fits in a woman's purse or a guy's pocket a little easier. Please hurry on that. Every time I talk about it, they sell out right away. It's just very, very popular. Hero2020.com, code Jesse, gets you a special discount, all right? Hero2020.com, code Jesse. More important for the one you love than you, 
All right. Hero2020.com code Jesse. State restrictions may apply. And speaking of this horrible stuff with kids, whenever I, I mentioned last segment about Walmart's being one of the main sponsors of, of course, a drag show. If you'd like, you can go look at pictures. I would not recommend it with children up there hanging out with the half naked drag queens. And whenever I, I talk about this really, really horrible, gross stuff, which I hate doing. I mean, remember my kids listen to, I will always do a show as rough around the edges as I happen to be and as bad of a human being as I am, I will always do a show you can listen to with your children. You can always leave the children in the car and leave the Jesse Kelly show on, and I will never violate that trust of yours. My kids listen. I, because I'm so tired of all the filth out there, I wanted to always do a show that, that you can listen to with your kids. And I've always been given you that commitment, and I'll, I'll stick with that. But people ask me all the time, where, when does this stuff end? Jesse, when does it stop? This stuff's so gross. Jesse, I hate this stuff. When does it stop? When does it stop? Where's, where's the bottom? Where's the bottom? There's no bottom. Do you understand? If, if you look at this as purely political or something like that, then maybe you could convince yourself that, hey, they'll push this too far or, or hey, they're, they're going to stop here. We're not dealing with human beings here. We are dealing with evil, demonic forces here. When you're talking about taking a, a beautiful teenage girl and everyone from her teachers to her parents to her doctor convince her that if she just physically mutilates herself and chops her breasts off that she can become a boy, that's not human levels of evil. That's, that's demonic. Now, let me ask you, do you think demons ever have a day where they think they've gone too far and they should stop? Evil doesn't have a bottom. The next step in the culture war that we are losing right now, the next step is pedophilia, open pedophilia. It is. You will see an adult child, quote, relationship on, a, on, on the big screen in a Disney movie within 10 years. And I say that, people say, no, there's no way. Jesse, they'd never cross that line. They're already doing it over and over and over again. They already have a term for it. MAP, minor attracted person. You will see the term MAP in the little internet drop, drop down screen where you can play Mr. or Mrs. or whatnot. You will see MAP as an option on those screens within 10 years. I'm looking at a headline right here in case you're sitting there saying, Jesse, I don't believe it. I refuse to believe it. That's too far. They'd never try. You know, the Washington Post is, I believe, the third biggest newspaper in the country. I think it's behind the New York Times and the LA Times, but it's huge. Headline, Washington Post, Downstate, that's the name of a play. Downstate is a play about pedophiles, and it's brilliant. That's the headline. Over and over and over and over again, they're already attempting to bring this into the mainstream in our society. Evil doesn't have a bottom. Evil doesn't get to a place and look around and say, I think I've gone too far. Let's stop now, guys. Evil is a bottomless pit, a never-ending descent into the abyss until good stops it. Evil doesn't stop until good stops it. 
This is where we are going in this society. It is. If you, no, we'll never go there. Really, if I told you 10 years ago, you'd have drag queens shaking their butt for your kids on Nick Jr., Nickelodeon Jr. on TV, you would have laughed in my face and told me to put on my tinfoil hat. Today, it's a reality. That's where we're going. Open pedophilia unless good stops it. Get to a red area and start making sure your values are your government's values. No? All right. States are breaking up. Telling you that's coming too. I'll explain in a second. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics. Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.